0: what's up everybody welcome to the latest episode of the foul ball area podcast i'm your host matthew atkins alongside my co-host trey lyle we have got another great hot stove edition episode for you this week uh one of our free agents is already off the board some of the other free agents that we talked about last week are making moves rumors flying around the world of major league baseball it's going to be a fun episode a lot of stuff to get into tonight trey how are you doing today
1: I'm doing good. Yeah, Jose Abreu. We'll about talk about in a second. Um, as the days go on, I'm just waiting for the Aaron Judge news, and uh, we'll uh, we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, last week when we recorded and posted the episode, Aaron Judge was in San Francisco meeting with the Giants. No real news coming out of the uh, the Aaron Judge free agent saga yet. Um, haven't really heard anything since that meeting with the Giants. So. Nothing on the Aaron Judge front, but Jose Abreu is the one free agent that is off the board for us so far. He is signing a deal with the Houston Astros going to the reigning world's champions. Uh, I think it's going to be a three-year deal. Abreu, I didn't realize he's 35 years old. He turns 36 in January, so he'll be 36 when the season starts. A three-year deal, uh, 2020 American League MVP, a great power-hitting first baseman formerly from the Chicago White Sox. Now he's signing with Houston. I really like this move. Uh, Last week, I said that I could see him going to St. Louis, kind of replacing Albert Pujols, getting in that lineup there. Uh, Another power bat along with Paul Goldschmidt. But it looks like he will end up in Houston, another high-powered offense. So I like the move for the Astros, and I think it's a good fit for Jose Abreu.
1: Yeah, I mean, the rich get richer in a sense. Like... It, it felt a little bit, you know, Yuri Gurriel, Trey Mancini kind of were were the first baseman for for the World Series run, and then they were both really good. You know, Gurriel is probably a little more inconsistent at play, so you get better consistency from that first base spot in Abreu. I I mean, I really like the major view Houston. I think um, the best teams after they win are not afraid to keep improving their roster or changing their roster knowing that complacency can happen. So I, I give credit to Houston especially with all the trouble they had in their front office post you know they lost their GM post which we didn't really touch on post world series that they still are are aggressive in the free agent market.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh Jose Abreu also a great contact hitter as well, so good all around bat for the Astros uh batted 304 last year with a 378 on base percentage that was the second highest of his career uh and and mlb.com says he's projected to be the sixth batter in the lineup which is kind of crazy when you think about it this like this is a really good offensive player but that's just how good houston is that they're bringing him in and he's going to be the sixth bat in their lineup hitting behind a lot of really talented guys so that that lineup just gets deeper and deeper
1: yeah, I agree. Um I mean, if the standards the Dodgers, the Astros in terms of just talent in a lineup, the Astros are right right behind it. And I mean, if you think about it, the, if the Yankees do lose Judge, like you could say that's their biggest competitor maybe and they'll they'll get weaker, so it's definitely a a, a great move if you're Houston uh, looking at the landscape of the American League and I think it's also a move with knowing that I think the Mariners are just naturally with their young talent going to take a step forward this year. And you have to stay ahead of that. I think I think that's kind of a a move you have to look at there.
0: We haven't really heard too much about any of the other free agents uh, except for one with also ties to Houston. That's Justin Verlander, who, of course, just won his second World Series with the Astros. But he is a free agent. And last week, Trey, you said you think he's going to stay in Houston. I said I could see him going to the Dodgers. And that's exactly what the rumor is, that he's going to meet or did meet with the Dodgers on Monday of this week. So uh, I think that it's a a good move for them. You know, a veteran arm that's experienced in winning World Series. I think that he could bring uh, a lot of talent and leadership to the Dodgers clubhouse. And so I'm not surprised that they're meeting with him. I think that he could end up signing there and playing there next year. Uh, But also... You know, you said you think he ends up back in Houston. I could see that happening as well. Either looks likely to me, but we see now that the Dodgers are making moves and they're trying to bring him in there.
1: Yeah, I I agree with you. I I mean, the Dodgers, they were getting an aging pitcher in Max Scherzer for your World Series run, and I mean, they didn't ultimately uh win it with Scherzer. Um yes, I I know my years. Um, but, uh, I think, you know, Verlander's still at the top of his game, the, even despite the fact he's 39 and if you're the Dodgers, you don't know what's gonna happen with Walker Bueller and cause he's coming off of Tommy John, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you, you really need someone to pair with Kershaw in the short term and till you can get to Walker Bueller till he's come back he's probably out most of next year. So oh, no, no one better than Justin Verlander.
0: Yeah, so I think that would be a really good move if the Dodgers were able to bring him in. I could definitely see it happening. They are meeting in Los Angeles. So lots of things happening on the free agent market with those two, Justin Verlander and Jose Abreu. The other guys that we talked about, Aaron Judge, Trey Turner, Xander Bogarts, Carlos Correa, Dansby Swanson. Not a whole lot of news out of those guys yet, but we are continuing to track them as we get into the offseason. A big piece of news that came out today before we started recording the podcast all-time great Miguel Cabrera is hanging it up after next season so he's got one more year in the major leagues he said that the 2023 year will be his final season in major league baseball you had to see it coming at some point he's you know he's not what he used to be he is an all-time great player but he's definitely slowed down as he's gotten older so you had to expect it coming at some point soon and you know i i just what else can you say about him he's one of the best players of all time so, uh, you know, great career, hats off to him, and I'm happy that we get to see him for one more season.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I mean, he's he's going to Canton. Um, it, the guy won the, the trip around, I mean, I think he's one of the best hitters of his generation. Um, it kind of stinks he played, you know, it, it's similar to kind of like Trout, like these these great players playing for organizations that just, aren't consistently winning and it it, it kinda it kinda sucks that you didn't get to see him in those high leverage moments as much as you want to, but he was loyal to Detroit. I mean, obviously uh he so it, it's it is it is uh that is cool to see but uh, it's gonna be hopefully he'll have similar like season like Pool has had pools had in his last year. But yeah, I I think uh you know always treated with class and is is a first ballot hole. He was an
0: All-Star last year, first time he was an All-Star since 2016, so uh, a decent year last year, you know, still not as great as his best seasons in Detroit, and of course he did win a World Series his rookie year when he was with the Marlins, so he did have that one really successful season from a from a winning standpoint, and then, as you mentioned, Triple Crown, multiple MVP awards, uh, let's see, he's a 12-time All-Star, 7-time Silver Slugger, so... What a great career that he's had. Um definitely, like you said, going to the Hall of Fame once he hangs it up. So, yeah, happy that we get to see him for one more year. But that is big news out of Detroit. Uh, you know, not the player that he was, so it's not like they're gonna be missing a huge key piece once he does retire. But it still is, you know, from the the emotional standpoint, the nostalgia standpoint, so many ways to look at it. He is a big part of that team. So they're gonna miss him when he's gone. but One more year, Miguel Cabrera hanging it up after 2023 with the Tigers. All right, Trey, uh, we talked before the season about our predictions for how this year would go, over-unders, division winners. I think we already looked back at our division winners to see how wrong we were there. But we have not gone over our over-under predictions.
1: Alright, so I have tabbed the numbers, uh, starting with the American League West. We both got the, the division champ, right? We both picked the Houston Astros. Pretty good there. We did, as for the overall, we did pick, uh, I picked, you picked Toronto, I picked Chicago to win the AL. That was not right at all. Um, both our World Series picks, uh, you, Toronto, me, the Dodgers, was wrong. But back to the AL West, starting with the Houston Astros, we both went over and at 91 and a half. They, of course, won 106 games. So they, we both get that as well. But a team we had higher expectations for was disappointing. Maybe the most disappointing was the Los Angeles Angels. Both had the over of eighty-three and a half. I believe I had them in the playoffs, and um, they both, uh, we both failed on the over. One we got right, uh, Oakland A's. We had no expectations for them. Sixty-eight and a half. They only got to sixty wins, so that hits one we split on, and one I have to give you credit for. You were on this team early and you, you thought they were going to break the drought and they ended up doing it. That was the Seattle Mariners. They were 83 and a half. They of course hit the over at 90 wins. So that is one point for you and zero points for me on our split votes. And then moving to Texas, we both said over on the Texas Rangers, which why did we say over on the Texas Rangers? Matt? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't right? know what. So they ended up with 68 wins on the season and the over under was 74 was... and a half. Yeah. I don't know so, what we were thinking there.
1: Yeah. Um, not wise by us nope. again. Uh, next year we do this. Don't take our advice So uh, moving to the L East, I did pick the Yankees to win the division. So but it being that a boon, which it's kind of weird thinking back that the blue Jays are favorite, how well the Yankees played for the first part of the season. Like blue Jays were actually favored to win this division coming in. And then you obviously pick the favorite in the blue Jays. And, uh, you know, they didn't win. So going to the team, I actually, you know what? This is the team we were most wrong about. And, you know, the, I think the best be, best surprise of the season. We both sure. had the under under of the Baltimore Orioles at 62 and a half. They ended up winning 80 plus games. They finished at 83 and 79. So we were nearly 20 wins. We were tasting 20 wins off on the O's, which give them credit. Yeah, um, props to them that, you know, they were in the the wildcard race to the last week of the season. And if you're, you know, and they were smart, they didn't, you know, at the trade deadline, they got rid of Mancini that they, they didn't cost their future. So I think they're going to be a really interesting team come next year. Um, I hope the expectations by the franchise aren't, I don't want to say repeat this, but it's, you know, it's measured. Like if, if they go, if they win, you know, play 500 baseball next year, I think that's, that's successful given the young core they have. And then maybe in two years is when you expect them to contend. Similar kind of like the Blue Jays arc where they, they kind of finally broke through and then it, you know, I see. And then two years later is when they get to the playoffs. So.
0: Yeah, I could see, you know, I mean, they have a really talented team and we talked about it a lot during the season was, you know, we said they could go for it all and they could try being buyers at the deadline, but they stuck to the plan. And, you know, I think that they are going to, be a good team here in the next couple of years by by sticking to that plan not you know they didn't have this random success and then think hey let's let's throw the plan out the window and try to win now no they're sticking with the long term trying to win plan and i appreciate that for them so i I think they'll be good here in the next couple of years but yeah we were very off on them yeah we
1: were And our team uh so one of us was off on was the boston red sox um 85 and a half was their over under our good pal Matthew Atkins took the over in this one and I took the under because I didn't believe in them and they finished at 78 and 84 so uh you know which is actually kind of weird like that shows how good the AL East was this year 78 and 84 was last place in this division um which would have been at least third in every other division this year so the AL East was Kind of back to its heyday, the AL East of being the best, maybe the best division in baseball, um, at least the best in the American League from top to bottom. Uh, I, so now we are one one in our in terms of our splits, because we're just going to give points for the splits, folks, because if we agree, there's no point in giving us a point because that means we're tied. So moving to the next one, the Yankees, we both hit the over at 91 and a half. They got to the 99. Um, Tampa, we also agreed on as as an under at 89 and a half. And one that hurts for us i don't want to call this a bad beat did they lose their last game of the year let me let me look at their their schedule because it's going to show the playoffs um i don't want spring training they're showing me 2023 spring training already no i want to go to the regular season (laughs) this year. all right here we go the they no they won their final game but uh they lost one of three from well okay so never mind it wasn't that bad of a beat but uh 92 and a half was the over under for the Toronto Blue Jays. They finished with a record of 92 and 70. So, yeah, our over barely missed.
0: That's a tough one.
1: Barely. That's a tough one to swallow. Hope luckily none of us put actual money on, that, on this. So, <laughs> good, good for us. Um, uh, but uh, you know, overall, uh, so that was uh, you know, five. I think uh, you were one, two, three, three, and Two, three and two, and I was or yeah. Yeah, three and two and I was three. Yeah. So we're basically five hundred at this point. Rough. Roughly. That's good. We're in five hundred. We're we'll win that MVP if we had five hundred. Uh <laughs> moving to AL Central, maybe actually the most disappointing team, just because we had bigger expectations. Both picked Chicago. We both picked the over at 91 and a half. They finished second in division at 81 and 81. And obviously that was a way off point. Obviously reason why they had to change managers. And I, I mean, I called forward early on and it's clear as day, like the White Sox were a clear disappointment.
0: Yeah, definitely a really disappointing team. I mean, we, we both had them as the division winner this year and they just did not show up. And, you know, like you said, they had to change managers halfway through the season or no, it wasn't halfway through. The change manager, yeah, it was later, later in the year.
1: Well, he would. He left the team for health reasons. Right, and then right, at right. the end of the year, they said he's not coming back.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a good call. You know, I admit that I was wrong in the Tony LaRusso hire. It was not a good, a good decision, by the way. who was Jackson. right. You were right. You were right. I clip was wrong. Clip that
1: for me. Okay. <laughs> can, can you clip that for me?
0: Yeah, we'll see. Someone can. Um. But yeah, uh, not not a good season from the white Sox. very disappointing and hopefully they come back better next year because they're still a team that i'm high on i like them you got a lot of good players
1: but i agree i, I agree with that year. statement i would expect them to probably be the favorites next year a uh, a team i think you, that you uh you got right but i don't think you thought they were going to be this good uh the cleveland guardians 76 and a half were their over under you did pick the over um. You but you didn't have them in the playoffs, so you didn't think they were going to win the division. You didn't think they were going to be as good as they were. Just want to, you know, put that little <laughs> antidote in there. I had the under, ninety two and seventy. I mean, youngest team in baseball. Uh, they were amazing. You know, give give Terry a tons of credit, and ultimately, you know, he he sits. At, he he's got a team that was probably ahead a schedule similar to to Baltimore and you probably you know it had similar success to Baltimore just Baltimore played in a in a tougher division so it, it kind of took some wins away from
0: yeah definitely I mean what uh what a season they had Terry Francona obviously deservingly uh winning the manager of the year in the American League the Guardians just had a fantastic season like you said youngest team in baseball and they went out there and they won the division. So props to them and a hard fought series against the Yankees in the, uh, in the playoffs. So really good season from Cleveland.
1: Yeah. A team we, uh, we didn't have expectations for the Detroit Tigers 77 and a half. We both took the under in that one actually put in perspective, the guardians were 10 to one to win the division at the beginning of the year. The tigers were plus plus seven fifties and we both took the under on the tigers and that hit as they finished 66 and 96. And then as we uh, wrap out this division, Kansas City, 74 and a half. You took the under. I took the over because I think I wanted to balance out my teams between the Tigers and the Royals and the Guardians and how how it would work out. And, uh, unfortunately, I got the wrong the team wrong that was going to go over as uh, Kansas City was 65 and 97. And so you took the under. So now you are two up on me. And we both have the over on Minnesota at 81 and a half. Um. We actually, I had Minnesota as my wildcard team uh, with the Angels. I had Toronto, which I got right. You had the Yankees, Red Sox, and the Maris, which So we each got a wildcard team, right? So uh, general thoughts about what you thought about the AL this year? I mean, I guess Houston really was the class of it, and it, it, it proved to be come playoff time.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, a little bit of uh, unexpectedness in some of the divisions and, you know, Our league winners were way off. You had the White Sox. I had the Blue Jays. So uh, bad choices there from each of us. Um, It was a fun year to watch the American League. And, you know, I'm really happy that the Mariners ended up making the playoffs like I thought they would. I'm just really happy to see the way their season turned out. Uh, And I believe on the picks that we have split at this point, I'm up three to one right now. Yeah, that's right. I just
1: said I said you're two up. Oh, okay, Yeah. I I did I I know Amit when I'm got just think- got to make sure. Okay, okay, keep celebrating, sunshine. <laughs> so I I aren't you happy? Like you want to take another victory lap or something? No, we can move on. All right, so we move to the National League. Yeah,
0: Let's we shall it.
1: move to the National League where I'm going to just spoil folks. Matt beat p- me there as well. Let's start with the American League West. We obviously both picked the Dodgers. In that one, um, we also picked the over for the Dodgers at 97.5, which was a big number. They go on to win 111 games. Obviously, you could argue this team was disappointing given their postseason success, but they maybe are one of the best regular season teams we've we've ever seen.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, we've said this so many times during the season that the Dodgers were so good that no one was talking about them because we're used to them being good. We're used to them being insanely good, and just no one was talking about it this year because we've seen it so many times. But they were on another level this year. I mean, what like an incredible season from Los Angeles! And yeah, ended in disappointment in the playoffs, losing to the Padres. But what an incredible year that they had in the regular season!
1: Yeah, and as for the rest of the National League West, um. I was not as high as you were on the Arizona Diamondbacks, 66 and a half was their over under. They finished at 74 and 88. So then I'll put you three up. Uh, we agreed on the rest and got them right. And we were pretty, except for the Giants, we are pretty good in this division. So Colorado, 68 and a half, we both took under. They right at 68. So shout out to the Rockies for losing, it, for, uh, you know, not, not winning another game this year and, and making this right on that one. San Diego, we, we, uh, I think we caught lucky with the Ted Pease injury uh, stuff uh, and hit the under at 90.5. The Giants, we thought, were going to be better. At 85.5, we took the over. They finished at 81 and 81 as well. So maybe a little bit disappointing given the Giants won 100 games last year. What are you, you know, Outside of the Dodgers, what are your rest of the thoughts of the uh, National League West?
0: It uh, shook out pretty much the way that we expected except for the Giants. You know, We thought they huh. were going to be good. Uh, we we, you know, I thought they would have a repeat of 2021 when they when won the division and won over 100 games and were the best team in baseball. But no, they didn't even come close to that. So uh, disappointing season by the Giants. But overall, yeah, it shook out pretty much the way that we thought it would.
1: We both picked the Dodgers obviously to win the division. We got that right. So you are now three up and. Uh I think you pretty much can clinch it given how um our agreements are, but we'll go we'll go to the central now. How about that? All right, and, all right. Because I that might be the only division where I got more right than you did. So yeah, I think so. we have left. So we're gonna start with the team. I got right. Let's give us we both picked the brewers. They were disappointing this year. Uh we both took the over on them as well at 89 and a half. They finished at 86 and 76, 7 games back. Um it felt like they just never could really get going this year. I know they, you know, they played eight they played plus 500 baseball, but uh it it just felt like they never really found that consistency to ultimately win the division.
0: Yeah, and you know they have a, a talented team. So I don't know what was going on in Milwaukee this year, but yeah, like you said, disappointing season. I expected more from them.
1: Moving to the team that did win the division, and I have to give you credit, even though you did not pick them to win the division, you did pick them to make the playoffs as a wild-card team, but you don't get a point for that because they didn't make the wild-card, they did win the division. So I'm not giving you a point for that. I have <laughs> to give some points somewhere. All right. Because, um, uh, no, I'm too nice. I'll give you a point for that. You you did say they did make the playoffs, so they did make the playoffs. Uh, I'm a nice person. What can I say? This this is, what prize are we giving here? Um, Pride. All right, Cardinals, over for you. 84 and a half. They obviously won in 93 games. I took the under. So you are now, what, five up? Four up?
0: Uh, Four up. It's five to one.
1: Yes. Woo! Let's give myself a point here. Uh, Well, before I do that, what are your thoughts about, you know, they obviously had the two top MVP candidates. That probably helps this year but uh it it just you know the same old cardinals consistency great defense and then ultimately won them the division
0: yeah paul goldschmidt winning the mvp almost winning the triple crown a great season at the plate for him kind of really fully coming into the player that he's been for really the past decade he's had a lot of really great seasons he's gotten mvp votes in a lot of his years but now he finally wins the mvp has the the best season in the national league And then Albert Pujols going on the historic tear that he had the second half of the season, reaching 700 career home runs, you know, not an everyday player for St. Louis, but still a big part of that team. And he helped them win that division.
1: Yeah, it was it was fun to see how uh, how Albert played and they were a fun team. You know, I think maybe that's the one unique part of the Cardinals. Like typically they're not the, you know, the most fun team to watch just because they the Cardinals, and they're so consistent, and they play great defense. and But just because of the Albert stuff and Yadier, they were they were fun to watch in this one. So uh, moving on, now a team that I got right is just because they're one of the worst franchises in baseball. I took the under on the Pittsburgh Pirates. Cash money for me. And at 65 and a half, they only won 62 games. You took the over for some reason with the Pittsburgh Pirates. I don't know what and- I was thinking and since it's the pirates i get 6 points for that and i now have the lead um no but that makes it 5-2 the other bad team in that division maybe the two worst teams in baseball the cincinnati reds would both took the under 74.5. they also finished 62 and, and 100 so that was just you know i think would help the cardinals this year win 93 games is is uh there were the two two of the worst teams in baseball were in the uh the same division
0: yeah yeah, you know, the, those two teams, I didn't expect the Reds to uh, win as many games as they did, and I expected the Pirates to win more games, but they were both pretty bad teams this year. I don't know. I, the Pirates have been building for a couple years. I think they're, they've they got to improve one of these years. It just wasn't this season.
1: Moving to the AL East now, obviously, uh, the Braves did win the division, which you did pick. and You also, you know, I, I thought there'd be more of a... Uh, um, World Series hangover, the loss of Freddie Freeman. And as the season started, I looked like I was going to be right somewhat at 91 and a half. Um, I took the under in that. You took the over. So uh, credit to you. So now it is 6-3. And uh, you basically clinched this because that is our last split pick of the day. So congrats on getting more right than me. Um, you get that. Congrats.
0: Can't bet As, against my team. 101
1: wins. I knew it. They did. But to be fair, I bet against I bet against the World Series hangover and the loss of their leader. That's true. And the That's way true. the season started for them, it was looking right. And then the Braves do what the Braves do. They turn it around and they show why they're the best for an organization in baseball. It you wasn't right. that I didn't didn't have faith in the Braves. It was more of I'm just going against history and fading, fading the World Series champ, which I might fade Houston. I probably won't fade Houston next year. So that's a spoiler for my over-under next year. But uh, for the rest of the division, let's go to the Mets, a team we both picked the under. They also won 101 games. Um, it definitely was uh, a really good year for the Mets. Uh, playoffs weren't as great. They they didn't even collapse at the end. Atlanta just played really good baseball, and they still won 101 games and couldn't get out of the wild card. Uh, I they maybe faced a little bit of a bus on in, in San Diego in that uh that walk or in the uh first round uh so uh but still uh, a pretty good year for the Mets
0: yeah I just I did not believe in them and they didn't win the division still but I do have to say they proved me wrong they won 101 games they had a fantastic season and it the division race came down to the wire so I didn't believe in them but they had a great year so Props to the Mets,
1: a team I was higher on. I said they would win the division, but I did, you know, I they did make the playoffs. So I, I'm going to give myself a little points for that. You, uh, it's the Philadelphia Phillies, 85 and a half. They did get the over 87, 75. Obviously, they made the World Series this year because they're hot end of the year. Bryce Harper was phenomenal, and that injury made it not look great. But they still they closed great, and so you have to give a lot of credit to to Philadelphia and. I think they're going to be a very dangerous team because they're going to come back with a lot of confidence heading into next year. And most importantly, their best player is going to be healthy and they can use him in the outfield where he's also really good at.
0: Yeah, they're going to be a team to watch out for for the next couple of seasons.
1: Especially the trade get Trey Turner. Well, and we'll see what happens there. Could happen. Bryce Harper's best friend. All right, uh, moving to the other teams. Uh, Marlins, we were under on 76.5. We got that right. And then the Nationals, which were not great—the the, actual the, worst team in baseball—the actual worst team in baseball, which they tanked the year after trading all their good players, including Juan Soto, fifty-five 71 and a half We thought they were going to hit over. So, overall thoughts about the uh, National League each, which had two of the best teams in baseball, two of the three best, you know, two of the three favorites in the National League coming into the postseason, and then obviously the, the pennant champ in the Phillies
0: yeah i you know i'm happy with the way the division shook out in the regular season obviously with the braves winning it was a really exciting race coming down to that the second to last series of the year with the braves and the mets playing each other and then sunday night baseball in atlanta vying for the division title such an exciting game exciting series so i was happy with the way that the season played out and especially with the braves winning uh but it was a really good year fun to watch the phillies and the mets gave them a good run it was fun to watch. I think that this is going to be, you know, the best division for for next season as well. I think it's going to be really exciting.
1: I do agree with you. Well, there you have it—a uh, recap of all our picks because we hold ourselves accountable here on the Fallwell Area Podcast. Um, next year, listen to Matt more. It sounds like not to me. As always, uh, you can follow us at Trailow VT and Matt in Mattkins in the news. On, Matt Matkins in news. I can never get his Twitter handle right <laughs> uh, on Twitter. As always, thank you so much. Give us a subscribe. Leave us a five-star review if you can. And as always, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Foul Ball Area Podcast.
0: Thanks for listening to the Foul Ball Area Podcast. Make sure to leave a review and a rating wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe so you get new episodes as soon as they come out.